welcome to Awaken and Rise, the podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, a spiritual mindset coach passionate about all things spirituality, manifestation, energetics, mindset, human design, and so much more. My mission is to guide you to know yourself on a deep soul level, to help you to energetically upgrade to manifest your deepest desires, for you to uplevel your mindset and to expand your spirituality. Thank you for joining me on this journey to awaken and rise. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Happy Thursday or whatever day you're listening to this really. I hope you're having such a great week. Today's episode is going to be inspired by, I mean, I've kind of spoken about it a lot over the past like month, but I'm going through a massive, massive period of like letting go and releasing a lot of things. And something happened to me over the weekend where I had to do even more of that. So I kind of want to share, yeah, what happened and like what I learned, how I feel now after it, and also ways that you personally can let go of the old and bring in new energy. Because as I always say, like if you're trying to manifest something new or you're trying to, you know, set intentions for newness to come into your life, even if you've just like feel a little bit bored with your life or if it feels like a little bit mundane and you want newness, you want change, you want to up level, you want to grow. There's only so much that you can do with what you have now. And you actually need to like release things in order to allow space for newness to come in and for change to come in. So I feel like collectively we're kind of going through that at the moment, like we're preparing for newness and our manifestations to like come in and actually manifest into our reality. However, this is what feels like for me, at least like a big preparation sort of phase. It's like really preparing me for what's to come, which is really exciting, but also can be very ungrounding because a lot is needed to let go in order for these new things to come in. So before we get into all of that, because there's a lot that I want to touch on, um, as always, I'm going to do my recommendation for the week and my quote as well. So I have two recommendations only because one of them is the same as last week. And if you listened to the episode last week, you know that I was raving on about this book called The Fourth Wing, or just, I think it's just called Fourth Wing. Oh my God. All I can say is you need to read it. I think it might be one of my favorite books ever. Um, I don't want to give anything away, but there's lots of twists and turns. There's, yeah, I was very much addicted and blown away by this book. It consumed me. It was kind of, you know, every day I would think about it. And all I wanted to do was go home and read this book, which I can't say a lot to like a lot of different books. So I personally loved it and I highly recommend if you haven't read already. Now, my actual recommendation for this week is kind of more of a little health thing. Now at the moment, I'm sitting here and I have my cacao in hand. Um, I put some reishi mushroom in there and I've also put some Celtic sea salt. And I know that Celtic sea salt is having a moment at the moment. It's kind of gone viral, has been for a while to be honest. And I'm sure that I've spoken about this before because I've been having it for years. But this that I really want to speak about is proper hydration and electrolytes in general. And I feel like the more that I know about, you know, proper hydration and how we actually need a lot of salt in our diet in order to, and I don't mean like table salt, I mean like actual good quality, like sea salt, or I use Celtic sea salt because it remineralizes our water. And I feel like a lot of our water, for me personally, I'm like a filtered water only person. Like I will only drink filtered water. I won't drink tap water just because there's so many chemicals and nasties in there. But when you filter out everything bad in the water, it also filters out, I feel like a lot of good things as well. So it's almost like you filter everything out and then you have to remineralize it in some way. So you're still getting the benefits and actually getting properly hydrated, right? 
So I've been putting Celtic sea salt in my water for years and I've just started putting it in my cacao and it makes it taste so amazing and so good. So I highly recommend that. Um, and I've also been smashing like actual hardcore, not hardcore, but like proper electrolytes as well. So the brand that I use is Element, L-M-N-T. I know that a lot of podcasts get um, sponsored by this brand and I, oh, I'd i wish I would love to be sponsored by Element, manifesting that for one day. Um, but I am just obsessed. I can totally feel the difference when I'm having that versus just like plain water with nothing in it. If you're the type of person that like drinks a lot of water or wants to drink a lot of water, but you feel like you're just peeing it out all day, it's because your body's not actually absorbing it properly. So I would definitely look at getting some sort of get high quality electrolyte, not just something that you get like from the supermarket, you know, or at least putting some Celtic sea salt in your water. I'm going to have a friend who's a naturopath on the podcast. I've been saying this for a while since last year, but we just haven't had a time that aligns, but I'm going to get her on the podcast. Um, and I'm sure that's something that we're going to be talking about because it's very yeah important, but also like such a trend sort of at the moment as well. So that is my recommendation. And now my quote. So the quote of the week, there's one that says here to remind you, your path is the only one that will work for you. And this kind of piggybacks off of my episode last week, which was all around purpose. But also I mentioned in there like a big spiel about how I can't tell you what to do. Nobody else can tell you what to do. The only person that knows what is correct for you and is right for you is yourself. And you get that through your intuition. So this is your reminder that your path is the only one that's going to work for you. You can't look at somebody else's path and go, oh my God, they did it this way. I'm going to do it that way too. It's not going to work for you. The only path that will work for you is your own path because you are such an individualized, unique human. Like, you know, all of our fingerprints are all like different. No two people on this whole earth are the same. So no wonder why copying other people is not going to work for you because you are so unique and nobody else, like your path, nobody else has walked that before. You are the only person that has walked that and that will ever walk that. So follow your own path. Don't try and step onto anyone else's. And that is the way to go because that is what is going to work for you. So I love that quote. I think it's a really great reminder. All right, let's get into the rest of the episode now. So how this episode, you know, came to be was something that happened over the weekend. So last week I started smelling mold in my bedroom and I am again, really into health and I know how toxic and bad mold is for you and for your health. If you haven't you know, really delve into that area, but you're really interested. Um, I would recommend there's a podcast that I listen to by Luke story. It's the lifestylist podcast. Um, he's really, really interesting. He goes into a lot about mold and like EMFs and stuff like that. Um, and he has a really in-depth couple of mold episodes. So I would recommend to listen to, or try and find, um, some of them if you're interested in yeah anything to do with mold and like why it's bad and all of that. It's something that I feel like is very uh, underrated with people's health. It's like all of these health issues that you can be experiencing at one time all could stem from having mold in some way. And mold doesn't mean like, you know, your whole bedroom has to be covered in mold. It could be the smallest little thing. You might not even be able to see it because the spores are so small. It's, um, I don't mean to scare you, but like there's just a lot about mold and it's very fascinating. So I've always been such a like anti-mold person. 
Anyway, so I have woken up the past couple of days and I could just smell mold in some way. And I was like, that is so weird because I'm very much a like very clean person. I'm always, you know, cleaning my room and, and my space. Nowhere else in the house really smells like it. But I also came across some, I have like a um, big tub of shoes that I don't have a lot of storage in my bedroom. And I have this like massive tub of shoes that I put underneath the stairs that we've got like storage. And I went to get some shoes not long ago and realized that a couple of the like leather boots were moldy. And I was like, oh no, like this is, you know, the start of it all kind of thing. Anyway, so I've been cleaning those and yeah, I've just been smelling mold in my room and I'm like, what is this? Like, where is this coming from? It's not like on my bed. It's not on the walls or anything. I can't see it, but I can smell it. Anyway, because I don't have a lot of storage in my room, I've got this. Um, it's actually really cool. It's from Ikea, but I probably wouldn't recommend it from here on out. I mean, it's, I've had it for years and it's been fine, but just in this house, for some reason, it's just not liking it. I think because we are super close to the beach, we have a lot of like humid air. So obviously mold loves like wetness. So I think that it might be like the sea breeze, um, which is really annoying. But anyway, I've got these, this really cool bed frame that has drawers underneath the mattress. So it stores a lot of stuff. So I have like, you know, all my winter clothes in there, like lots of jumpers and stuff, um, you know, like an extra like blankets and dunas and pillows and stuff like that. I've got a lot of stuff under my bed and that's, you know, you can't see it. So it looks really nice, but it's in these drawers. Anyway, I was like, I bet you there's like, maybe it's the drawers that are moldy. Like maybe it's just something underneath the bed is moldy. So I took the mattress off and I took out the drawers And I wish I could just show you a photo right now of the mold that was growing under my bed on these drawers. Oh my God, I'm scarred. And it was like, like growing, like it was, it wasn't just a few little mold spots. Like it was like everywhere. And me being such a mold phobe, I was like very shocked and just like, oh my God. So very long story short, I ended up ordering a new bed frame. I was like, I'm just going to throw this whole bed frame out. It is so not worth me, you know, spending time one cleaning it and getting exposed to the mold, which again, you might feel like I'm being dramatic, but listen to the mold episodes if you're not like sold on that. And I'm sure you will change your mind. I don't want to be exposed to it. I don't want to like clean it and disrupt it because when you like move mold around and try and clean it off, it basically wants to pre, sorry, procreate. And it basically sheds itself and it like spreads its seed basically and wants to like replicate itself in some way because it feels like there's a threat to its survival. It's very, very smart. Um, so the mold spreads and it will go all over you and just, yeah, it's not fun. So I ended up throwing all the drawers out. I had to throw out like pillows and stuff that had like smelt like mold. None of my, or there was a few things that got affected, but none of the stuff in the drawers got too badly affected, but I had to like, you know, go through all the clothes that were under there and decide what I wanted to keep for winter and not keep for winter and wash, you know, I ended up washing everything that was under there just in case. And I threw a whole heap of stuff out and I had to clean, like it was like growing all over the tiles on the floor. I just don't understand. Well, I can understand because there's not a lot of airflow under there because it's just drawers, right? And also it would never see the sun because it's underneath the mattress. The mattress, thank goodness, is not affected. Otherwise I'd have to buy a whole new mattress. But anyway, very long story short, I spent my whole Sunday yesterday throwing stuff out, cleaning all of this mold, and it really got me into, I'm not sure about you, but when I start cleaning something, I'm like, 
I don't enjoy cleaning, but I love having a, like a super, super clean space and it can get a little bit addictive for me as well. So if I start, you know, just cleaning the kitchen or like vacuuming or, you know, even cleaning the bathroom, I can't really just do one thing and stop. It's almost like I go on a frenzy and I start cleaning like the skirting boards or just, you know, the blinds or stuff that like doesn't, I don't know, it's, it's a bigger job than just like wiping down the bench kind of thing. I kind of go all in. So while everything was out, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do a cull of basically all of my belongings because there's a lot of stuff in here and I don't, now that I don't have these drawers, I'm going to have to like chuck out a lot of things or donate a lot of things because there's no space for it. And I can't put it under the stairs, which is my other storage area because all the stuff under there is moldy as well. So I went through and I donated heaps of like winter clothes. I know winter's coming up, but there's a lot of things that I'm like, "Mm, I'm not going to wear that again. I have a lot of that in donation bags. And then I also, because I wanted to put the other winter clothes that I kept into my wardrobe, which was already very full because I own a lot of clothes. I then went through my other wardrobe and decided to go through all the stuff that was hanging up like dresses and tops and stuff like that more summary things and go through and cull a lot of that stuff as well. So I've got like four massive bags full of stuff that I am now donating, which I feel like I do this all the time. I feel like every six months I kind of do a cull, but somehow I still have clothes left. So I did that again and I was left with very like minimal things, especially the stuff that was under my bed. I chucked a lot of that stuff out. There was like, you know, I've got so many essential oils and stuff like that that I either don't use because I don't like the smell or that, you know, there was the tiniest little bit left that I was still holding on that I haven't used it in like a year, stuff that was expired. I went through all that stuff and I threw a lot of that out and basically, I don't want to say wasted my whole day, but I actually had things that I needed to do, but the whole, I didn't realize the mold was going to be that bad. So I'm going to organize accounts or collection and get my whole like bed, you know, thrown out. This new bed frame will arrive this week. So that's exciting. But I guess the lesson here was, well, I actually woke up this morning and I feel like I've had an energy healing done or something. Like I feel like a weight has been lifted and it's 555 right now. Wow. But I'm seeing like a hot air balloon, right? And you know how, I don't know if you've been on a hot air balloon, but they've got like these, um, like weights or like, I think they might be sandbags, who knows, but before you take off, they've got all of these like weights or sandbags or whatever inside the basket. And then when they put the balloon up and the fire's going and whatever, and you want to actually take off, you remove all of the weights in order to actually be able to rise. And I feel like this is a really cool analogy here. It's like, what weights do you have in your basket? What are you holding on to? And I know it sounds so like silly, like I got rid of some clothes and some belongings and I feel amazing, but like, I honestly do. And even like the bed frame, for example, I was reflecting and I was like, I've had this bed frame in like three or four different houses that I've lived in. It was, you know, the bed frame that me and my ex-partner slept on. It was the bed frame that I had when I was living with other friends. Like there was just, it's taken me through so much and it has a lot of energy attached to it. And isn't it just so ironic that I'm wanting to like release a lot of things from my past and really call in new things? No wonder why this bed frame has to go, because I believe that everything holds energy, even if it's just a bed frame, a piece of wood. Like I think that every piece of furniture that we get, every like drink that we drink, like I'm just looking around my room, like literally everything has a frequency. Everything has an energy. So if there's 
pieces that are like holding on to things. Maybe it's something that reminds you of like a really, you know, dark place in your life or a dark time in your life or somewhere that's like, I don't know, a piece of clothing that like maybe an ex-partner or an ex-friend gave you that you actually like every time you wear it, you feel a bit like you're reminded of them. Cull it, get rid of it. You will feel so amazing. I literally feel like I've had the biggest weight kind of lifted off of me and I did not expect that at all. I literally was just like, oh, my bedroom's moldy. Like I have to get rid of some stuff. Cool. But when I woke up this morning, I feel energetically very much lighter, which is really cool. So that's kind of my mold story that happened over the weekend. Well, yesterday, actually. And I want to give you some other sort of practices and tips and tools that you can use if you're also wanting to, I don't know, you could be somebody that's wanting to let go of the past. Maybe you're somebody that's like feeling, yeah, a little bit bored or stagnant in your life and you're wanting some change to come in, but you're not sure what to do. I would start with releasing some of the old stuff, creating some space in your life for new things to actually enter. Because a lot of the time when we are bored and we are sort of like stagnant in our life, it's because our life is pretty full in some way, whether it's positive things or negative things, but our our energy and our space is pretty full that even if they wanted to be some, you know, change or newness to come in, there's actually no space for it. So it's like everything that you know, doesn't bring you joy in some way or doesn't excite you in some way, how can you release that? And, you know, I was going through these like jumpers that I had so many different colors of kind of the same jumper or very similar sort of jumpers. And I was like, I haven't worn these in probably honestly a couple of years, but why am I still holding on to this? Because I'm like, oh, well, you know, winter's coming up. It's going to be cold. I might need it kind of thing. But it was not only a waste of space. I didn't literally did physically did not have the room for it anymore after this whole bed thing. But also it's not bringing me joy anymore. I don't get excited to wear it. It's something that I've had for, you know, over, over five years and old versions of myself have worn this over and over and over again. It was almost like the staple of an old version of myself to be wearing these things, wearing these jumpers. So it's like, I'm not saying that you have to throw out every single thing in your wardrobe and only get new things if you want to manifest, like that's not the vibe. But if you're not excited by it and you're okay to release it, let go of old energy, let go of stuff in order to create space for new things to come into your life if you're wanting that. Now, something else that's kind of come into my world at the moment, well, actually I do this kind of all the time, but I feel like this is a really good practice that you can do as well. If you're also going through a period of like letting go or wanting to call new things in, or just wanting to like shake up your energy in some way, maybe you're ready to step into a new version of yourself. Maybe you're wanting to call new energy in, maybe you're bored, you want newness, maybe you're trying to manifest something in particular. Not only would I recommend like physically letting go, like, you know, what I did of actually throwing things out, but you can also do some energetic practices to help you release as well. So for me, I personally love um, doing some somatic sort of body exercises that helps me release my energy. So for me personally, I love stomping and I know that sounds so like toddler tantruming, but whenever I'm feeling any sort of emotion, especially anger, or like frustration or any sort of like just uh, energy, I will release it through stomping. And I've got this like rug that I stomp on because it doesn't make any noise. And I literally just like stomp my feet as hard as I can with so much, you know, energy and force behind it. I will usually then start to like jump around the room as well. And jumping like really just allows me to release energy in that way. But then I'll also sort of shake as well. And you may have seen people do this. 
somatic shaking, which is like where you're shaking parts of your body, that also helps to release like stored up like trauma in the body, energy in the body and allows it to release. So, you know, like for example, dogs or like animals, even just in general can shake when they're scared or something will happen. And then due to the adrenaline afterwards, like they'll kind of shake after that is their body wanting to release trauma and energy in some way. Whereas I feel like as humans, whenever we're scared or afraid or, you know, feeling any sort of emotion, we kind of just suppress it and we just hold it in and we mentally go, no, 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 we're fine. We're fine. It's all good. I'll do it later. Like it's fine. But it's getting stored in the body in some way and it needs to come out in some way. So this could be like, yeah, through like crying or something like doing the stomping or shaking. And yes, you may look like a crazy person and that is so fine. So this is why I do this in private. But I totally highly recommend you to start this or to just give it a try. See how you feel afterwards, especially like if it's being prompted by an emotion of some sort, like if you're feeling like anger or frustration or any sort of like negative, you know, energy, any sort of negative emotion, go into your room, maybe listen to like some angry music or something, shut the door and just toddler tantrum, just shake your legs, stomp your feet like shake your arms, like how can you shake your whole body? And that will allow the energy to be released in some way. And you feel amazing afterwards. And then the last thing is forgiveness. And I read a quote recently, or I think I actually heard it on a podcast and it really, really resonated with me. And I remind myself of this all the time now. And he said something along the lines of forgiveness is not saying that that person's actions are okay. And you're not saying like, that you think that you're glad that it happened or that you kind of take them off the hook of what they did. But it's more about saying that you're not allowing them or that person to have any sort of power over you anymore or affect your life in any way anymore. And you choose to release them in some way. So again, it's not about, you know, brushing it to the side and forgetting about it. It's not about being like, "Mm, okay, all those things that, you know, you might've done to me or whatever the scenario is. It's not about saying those things are okay or that you're excusing them, but you're releasing that person from your energy in order to not allow them to have power over you and your life anymore. They don't have any effect or impact or power over what your life looks like anymore. And you choose to like cut the energetic cord between you now. So this could look like, you know, people, maybe friends in the past. It could look like coworkers from your past or maybe like an old boss that treated you not very nicely or maybe an ex-partner. Like it's literally anybody that you feel any sort of like tension towards, I want to say, or any sort of like negative feeling towards, just forgive them. Because when you forgive them, you're doing it for yourself because you're not allowing that person to have power over you anymore. And this is where the... Hawaiian forgiveness prayer. It's called a Ho'oponopono and it's something that I've been doing for years as well. And I get reminded of it all the time. There's a song that you can actually sing. I got reminded of it this weekend. I had somebody like sing it to me and I was like, wow, yeah, I forgot that there was a song. It's like a mantra that you say over and over again. And it's only, it's very simple words, but for some reason it just feels so good to let go. I always think about what I'm releasing as I'm singing the song or saying the phrases saying the mantras. And that is also a way of creating space in your life because you're closing those loops with those people. You're cutting those energetic cords with those people. You're releasing and creating space because you're letting them go. 
and you're releasing any sort of negative emotion that you have towards that person, that situation, whatever it may be, and you're no longer allowing it to impact you or affect you anymore. So for me personally, I feel like I probably don't do it in the, you know, correct traditional way, but I just say, I just think about the person or the situation or the emotion, or even, you know, to myself, whatever it is that I'm wanting to really feel better about that situation. I will think about that, bring that to mind and then say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And I will say that over and over and over again. I love to do this when I'm driving and just kind of do it for the car trip. And I don't know what it is about it. It can be super emotional, but it cuts cords like so well and releases negative emotion around these people so well or a situation so well. I highly recommend and I love. So that brings me basically to the end of the episode. I know this one was a weird one. It was like, you know, not a lot of structure, but also just more of a story time sort of energy. So let me know if you liked it or if, you know, you have been feeling like you are being forced or whether you're doing it consciously or unconsciously, letting go of a lot of things and purging a lot of things around you. I feel like for me personally, this has been a theme very, like very much hardcore in my life for the past, I would say maybe two months or three months. It's been like an everyday thing, but also for the past year, I feel like it's kind of just rearing its head even more currently. And it can be so uncomfortable, don't get me wrong, but when you're, especially when you're in it, it can be so uncomfortable. But when you have released some things and you've got some space and you feel like you're coming out of it, it feels so, so incredible. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day or night whenever you're listening to this. If you are still listening, I would so, so, so appreciate a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to this. It helps the podcast grow and allows more people to, or allows me to reach more people's earbuds. So I would so, so appreciate that. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye. (laughs) 